Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ear Drunk Podcast. My name is Zach Webb, and with me, as always, is Marshall Brook. Hi, my name is Marshall Brook, and I am an addict. Oh, shit, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm a sax addict, baby! I'll add it in post. Um... Well, Marshall, that makes two of us, because, man, I got a, a, a big addiction to sax. All day today, I kept doing menial tasks. I say menial tasks, like my job, um, but, you know, menial tasks. Yeah. And as I was doing it, I was listening to my playlist for today's episode, and I just, like, kept catching myself, like, in the halls at work, just fucking boogie-woogieing, just <laughs> dancing my little tail off. And I was just like, I need to stop. Because I don't have a good explanation for this. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, Marshall? I'm having a good time. And they'll say, fuck you. Get back to work. You're working at double now. And if I say, oh, well, I'm doing this for my podcast, they'll say, yeah, we listened to your podcast and you're definitely fired. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> you're definitely fired. If anybody from a hiring opportunity has heard this, you know, and that's kind of like the saving grace about this podcast in a way. You know, we're yeah. not we're not doing big numbers right now, but you know, it's it's you know, we're leaving that we're living that Batman life, you know. We're like, hoping that by the time we get enough listeners to make money, we're not having to seek employment anymore. There's kind of like a, one of those graphs with yeah. two lines on it going opposite directions because there's a certain point where if the podcast is big enough but we're not making enough money to survive and no one will hire us, we're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, we're still employed, and that's why I know they haven't listened to this podcast. But you're listening to it, and thank you, guys. This is a uh, music discovery and comedy podcast. Uh, Each week, Marshall and I take a selected theme, and we cater a playlist of music uh, based around that theme. So yeah, maybe you'll hear uh, you know some really dumb jokes, but you might find yourself a new song to to hold on tight to. Maybe it'll all be worth it. Yeah, sometimes they're really profound pieces of art, and sometimes it's songs that farts are in. Uh, but either way, we love them all. Uh, this week's episode, as we've uh, discussed, is uh, Sax Addicts Anonymous. Hey, uh, Marshall, you uh, you ever wanted to play the sax? Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. You're always you're always walking up to me and asking me inflammatory questions, expecting me to keep my fucking calm. Okay, Zach. So when I was in the sixth grade, when I was in the sixth grade, I went to sign up for band class. Yeah. And I wanted to play the saxophone. Did you, did you write it in cursive or did you <laughs> write it in like block letters? I wrote it in cursive. Oh, okay, cool. They didn't actually when I uh, when I moved to the U.S. It was interesting. They taught us cursive first. Oh yeah. Um, sure. and so I don't know if I talked about it on the pod. I know I feel like I've told you about it, but yeah. uh, so I moved to the U.S. and I didn't know how to write in print, and my teachers all got really mad at me. <laughs> um, so that's just a separate thing. Because you wrote like a Civil War general. Yeah, because I wrote like a a, a, a a I wrote like I had a quill pen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very fancily. Yeah, fancy. And, and believe it or not, in cursive, the letters are also the same in Spanish, just like in block letters. Um, but they couldn't get me. Yeah. They just don't get me. But so in sixth grade, I'm signing up for band, and I go in, and I really want to play the saxophone. Yeah. Because you're a big fan of Lisa Simpson. 
Because Lisa Simpson's my favorite. I was not allowed to watch Simpsons at this point in time. Um, <laughs> but you 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 saw like her in the video game and other stuff. Yeah, like I that. mean Simpsons yeah. Hit and Run was like definitely a big game for me, despite yeah. my not watching of the show. Yeah. Um. But so I I go to sign up for sax and they put the mouthpiece on and they put the reed in and I blow and I blow a note and I'm like I want to play a saxophone. This is dope. Yeah. Um, and then they give me uh, several other things to try as well. They give me like a trombone mouthpiece. Yeah. And, and if a, you pick the right one, then you're the Dalai Lama, right? If I pick the right one, I'm a Gryffindor. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <gotcha>. <laughs> and then they give me a trumpet mouthpiece. Um, and I did both of those uh, better than I did the saxophone one, apparently, because they they like didn't want me to play the saxophone. I'm sitting uh, here like I'm sitting here like all I've ever dreamed of doing is playing the saxophone. Just playing a big sexy sax in yeah. front of a fire with some lady round me up my legs. And they were basically like, "Yeah, kid, you're, that's cool that you have dreams. It's yeah. cool you have ambitions, but you buzz a mouthpiece better than you toot a horn, a woodwind." So. <laughs> I was a trumpet player. Yeah, buzz a mouthpiece more than two to horn sounds like a euphemism for. Yeah, that was a rough. That was a rough couple years. Yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing about that experience, though. Speaking of me writing in cursive and stuff, uh, I wrote my name when I signed up for the Marshall Brook B R O O K E. I wrote my name when I was signing up for the band, uh, uh, and this mom standing in line behind me saw that I wrote Marshall Brook, mm-hmm. and she like scratched the e out and wrote an s and she was like hey i fixed it for you as though i didn't know how to spell my own name okay okay thank you i write cursive bitch you can't even write cursive i know what the american public education system is like marshall let's just let's just take a step back before it yeah because i know you've no 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 you've had years to stew over this altercation that you had with this person, but let me <laughs> let me try and refresh your eyes here. As a grown woman scratched out your name and then thought you were such a dumb fuck kid that you misspelled your own name, and she had no prior knowledge of knowing you, right? Correct. This was a, no, no, yeah, I, yeah. I did not know this woman. I don't think I've seen her since. She was, yeah, I just, and she and just scratched out your name. Yes. Thinking that this child couldn't possibly know his own name. And at this point, you're in sixth grade. Correct. So, so from her line of thinking, every test you've ever taken. Because <laughs> by sixth grade, you've taken tests. This isn't some first grade, second grade shit. Yeah. I'm a real student. You've gotten everything wrong, including your name. <laughs> and like, and like, the thing is, 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 all my life, mm-hmm. uh, people have assumed my last name is Brooks. Yeah, because it's a very common last name, and Brooke is oftentimes like a woman's like first name. Sure, but come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I, yeah, I've always just. Uh, I think uh, for a while, I just I've always associated with like babbling Brooke. Ah, yeah. So, so I was like, oh yeah, no, you know, it makes sense. You know, there's no, there's not multiple of them. Uh, so uh, my first name is Wade. Yeah, and I go by Marshall, my middle name. Right. Uh, but my parents were gonna name me. Uh, uh, my mom really wanted my middle name to be Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad refused really? because he didn't want my name to be a sentence. Mm-hmm. Wade in Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's another fun fact. Y'all are learning all kinds of things about my name today. Yeah. I remember one time my grandfather was telling me he like does he didn't like my name. <laughs> Did he take away your inheritance in that moment with one fell swoop? No, 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 no. It was it was just like a weird it, like I it was some it was some sort of family thing. I'm thinking like honestly, I think it was like my high school graduation or some shit. Oh. Yeah, no, which is uh, like my grandfather would always make these like buck wild speeches whenever someone like graduated or yeah. like, you know, like the the speech he gave for my uh, brother's um college graduation is a is a a, a, a story for another day. <laughs> Because that one went off the rails quick. But we'll like, put that one on uh, Patreon. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he, I just remember him telling me one time, and I swear to God, it was like in front of a group of people. But he was like, oh, yeah, like because uh, my middle name is Miles. And he was like, oh, I've never really liked like Zachary Miles Webb. Like, as a name. And I was just like, okay. But he's like, but I love the initial ZMW. <laughs> I feel that as a BMW. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. BMW is my initials backwards, but yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, you know, that's yeah. the European yeah. way. <laughs> they switched the uh, month and the year or the day. Yeah, they switched the the first and the middle. maybe that woman was right. Maybe I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever she is, I hope she's she's doing the Lord's work and just crossing out kids' names and acting like she knows better. <laughs> What a fucking weird thing! It just like, right? like I just, I just, you know, you were so heated about it. I was like, Marshall, I need you to like take a step back. Yeah, just act like I said this to you. What the fuck? <laughs> well, uh, before we jump into our uh, segments uh, and our our main segment, our main playlist, uh, Marshall. The last couple of weeks, we've really fucked up, and we've been jumping into our segments before doing Beer of the Day. So, I just want to, you know, introduce this segment. This is Beer of the Day. This is the beers that we are drinking this day of recording. Actually, this time, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny, because I was, I was, I was listening to the episode that's coming out this week this morning at work i was giving it the good old quality control check mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and i i we missed it again in that episode yeah and i remember today just just being like ah fuck we really we really need to remember to talk about our beers yeah because really I, it's important yeah because i've been <laughs> editing three of them <laughs> Back to back. So that I means think. you've heard us miss our beers like 14 times for every one time I've heard us miss the beer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and literally yesterday, I was like, God damn it, I'm not doing this again. Beer of the day. Marshall, what kind of beer are you drinking? <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Zach. Yeah, thank Incredible you. Incredible podcast host. Yeah, uh, Today, I am drinking the Voodoo Ranger by New Belgium. Was I supposed to say the other one? So we'd have different beers? Nah. Okay, cool. I am drinking the Voodoo Ranger by uh, New Belgium. It is a Juice Force IPA. Juice Force. Hazy, or, uh, it, sorry. It is a Hazy Imperial IPA. It just also says Juice Force IPA on it. Juice Force. Juice Force. <laughs> you bros ready to beer up. <laughs> and Zach, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking the same thing because they were bought by our uh, uh, our wonderful roommate Harrison. Harrison, thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Harrison, keeping us drunk, keeping us funny. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, 
Uh, well, Marshall, I think yeah, with the christening of these delicious, <laughs> delicious uh, Voodoo Rangers uh, Juice Force uh, Juice beers, Force. Uh, we should launch into our, our first segment. This is a segment that I've created, um, you know, because uh, it's I, I, I had a had a tough time coming up with different funny things to do with a saxophone. Yeah. Because you know? I was like, OK, all right. Put, you know, the 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 horn part of it on my penis. Have someone else blow it. <laughs> That's joke number one. Okay. Right. Okay. But then beyond that, where do you go from there? You know, where, where, where do you go in the, the tales of comedy? And I'll tell you where I went. Um, came up with this uh, segment called The Anatomy of Sax. Real, real quick. I'm sorry. Before we dive into The Anatomy of Sax. Yeah. Um, 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 are you telling me that when you were brainstorming segments, your two ideas for segments were whatever you're about to pitch now or put a saxophone on your penis and have me blow it? Well, not you blow it. Oh, you were going to have someone else come into this room while we were recording and blow on this sax while your penis was in it. Yeah. Okay. I Well, and I was worried that that wouldn't take up a whole lot of time. It wouldn't. I mean, that depends on the lung capacity. of. <laughs> yeah. I was also worried that I would like it too much. Oh, that wouldn't be an issue. I, I don't judge, man. No, no, no. It's not a, an issue of like. Are you a saxophobe? No. I, it's not an issue of like. Oh, I'm wonder, uh, wondering what people will think of me. It's more of an issue of like, do I have time to discover this new thing about? Oh, me? that's true. Otherwise, yeah. you're you're <laughs> otherwise about eighty percent of your waking hours are going to be spent walking around with a saxophone, just approaching people. Hey, hey, could you blow on this real quick? <laughs> hey, buddy, I need a blow. Hey. Yeah, and then I'm that guy, and then yeah, yeah, he does great numbers on TikTok, but is he making money, you know? No. Yeah, no. No, well, he makes money from all the shoplifting he also does on TikTok. But. Yeah. <laughs> and then you gotta pay for that rental, and you're not getting that deposit back, because you put it on your penis. Anyways, this <laughs> segment, Marshall, I, I, have a, I have a segment over here. Now I like the. It's called the anatomy of sex. The right? anatomy of sex. So I'm gonna give you a name of a potential part of a saxophone. Okay. Or something weird I made up. Cool. cool All right. Cool. Yeah, we're gonna we keep you on your toes here on the Eat a Drunk podcast. All right. First one up. I uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking easy. Elbow. Elbow's a part of a sax. Yeah. Yeah, it's the bend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the top end? It's the bottom bend, right? The big it's one? The, the bottom bend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and, 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 you know, um, some of these, uh, if they're actual slang terms that I stumbled upon, please email us at eardrunk.com because, you know, uh, that'd be a fucking coinkadink. I will warn you, Zach, I mm-hmm. am pretty well-versed in the saxophone. I don't know if you know this about me, but I really wanted to play the saxophone when I was a kid. Yeah, so. and, and that lady stopped you because <laughs> she thought your name was Brooks. All right, uh, next one, uh, 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 neck cork. Neck cork is real. Yeah, that yeah, real. that's the uh, that's where they put the uh, the mouth, not the mouthpiece. Well, the mouthpiece that has the, the reed in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the slip tip. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call that real. <laughs> You're gonna call that real. Yeah, I'm gonna call that real. Nah, that's like, fake as fuck. <laughs> uh, I thought maybe that was where you put the reed in the mouth. Right, piece. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, slip, slip tip. tip. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's right. actually when you have a very skinny penis and the condom comes off. All right, the uh, the neck deck. Nah. Yeah, that was nah, right. nah. No neck deck. Yeah, neck screw. <laughs> I was gonna say, wow, you're just listing parts of saxophones now, but I guess that's the game. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say that, yeah, there's probably a neck screw. 
Yeah, there's a next screw. That's what I thought. Yeah, there's one. Uh, all right, uh, the taint. <laughs> it's not real. It's not real, but I want it to be. That's nah, not real, but it should. It should. Yeah, that was. It's the spot. It's the spot. Uh, uh, precisely between the horn, the 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 part where the air comes out and the yeah. part where the air goes into the instrument. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, I was I was like that was the one I was worried about. Oh shit, is that actually jazz slang term? Because <laughs> I could totally see some dude who's just like crazy high on like a you know on heroin, just being like, "Yo, man, just slip it into the tank, baby, and take it on up." <laughs> But it's not real. It's not real. <sighs> Taint's not real. Right. Taint's not real. Uh, the uh, high C key. Yeah, that's real. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. oh you're a bastard. Yeah, you're about, a bastard. That's what you are. What about the alt C key? Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that one's real. <laughs> One of them gotta be. Yeah, no, I think, and that I, I uh, unclimac- or unclimactically, that was the last one I had for this one. Okay, well, I got some for you, Zach. All right, cool. Hit is, me with is, it. Is, uh, the horn. No. I don't know. Uh, like, the bell. Yeah, they call it a bell. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the bell. Okay, yeah. so you got that. Um, the schlong. Yeah, that one's not real. Uh, yeah. It is. It is. It is in the situation of, that you described earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all I got. <laughs> well, Marshall, I think uh, I think we should stop beating around the bush here and just get into the sacks. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's why the people are here. That's why they clicked on the episode. There was like, cells. I'm, yeah, sack cells. I'm a <laughs> sax fiend, baby. You know. Everyone's just thinking about sax. Well, as you know, I've been interested in sax since the sixth grade. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's when the pastor came to your class and talked about, um, you know, uh, how sax is only uh, appropriate until marriage. He was very sax positive. Yeah, he was very sax positive. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, it, I think, did we get all of those out of our system before we get into the main segment? Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think we did. Cool. I, think, uh, yeah, cool. I, can't, I can't think of not, any others right yeah, now. So. None came to mind. Cool. Um, <laughs> sax machine. Okay, now we're now we're now we're sax done. transporter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback to our Jason Statham episode. <laughs> I wonder if Jason Statham plays sax. Couldn't tell you. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the main segment of our show, and I would like to uh, give over the. Um, <clears throat> the ceremonial reigns uh, to my co-host here, who's going to tell you how this part of the show goes exactly, consistently, each and every time. So this week, we are taking a new approach, which is the same approach that we've taken since <laughs> episode one of this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week, uh, what's going to happen is uh, I'm going to kick us off. Uh, I'm going to take us to our first uh, Sax Addicts Anonymous meeting. Yep. Um, and then after I've done that, I am going to pull the saxophone off of my penis mm-hmm. and hand it over to Zach. We'll then put the saxophone on his penis. Wait, and disinfect. Disinfect. Yeah, we have. We're we, COVID conscious. Yeah, we have. We have lots of hand sanitizer, and we are going to be chafing terribly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then uh, Zach will uh, uh, fix the uh, instrument to himself, mm-hmm. and will then uh, let us know his entry, and then uh, again remove a fix to me. 
I'll do mine until we've done all five entries, all five songs, and I have a feeling the sax might have widened out a little bit by the end of it. <laughs> Jesus fuck. <laughs> We're just two bros with chodes. <laughs> two bros with chodes. They're the best friends. And it's like you sang a song, so I know you're not going to cut it, but you can feel free to cut that part, Zach. <laughs> We're worth our girth. Is that anything? This episode's off the rails. <laughs> it's because we're drinking IPAs. Yeah. You take two sips and that 9.5% or whatever alcohol hits. Yeah, I forgot to eat today. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and you're the one who drives the show forward, Zach. And I drove us home. <laughs> Hello. My name is Yoshi Hayashi, and I'm a sax addict. My first song is relapse. Hello, no one is available to take your call at this time. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, hey, hey Zach, it's Marshall. So, uh, it turns out in like the four days since we recorded, Yoshi Hayashi has actually taken uh, all of his music off the internet. So, uh, I guess I'm just gonna put some sort of jingle here as a filler. Probably just something I wrote with Miguel. Uh, anyways, uh, peace. Marshall, have you ever had a drug dealer? Yeah, I've had several. Yeah, y- you know those drug dealers where they show you whatever they're working on? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you, and you can't be like a huge dick about it. Yeah. But you're also like, this ain't it, fam. You know? Um, I'm feeling kind of like that. But the first thing I wrote is it doesn't not remind me of that song Unprotected Love by Stingray, <laughs> um, which, Zach, y- you may not know that song by title, but that is the the video where the man plays the recorder by the beach. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, like, the white dad shoes on, otherwise all in black with the sunglasses and the ponytail. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It definitely reminds me of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the song is Chill Vibes. Um, I think that the bed of piano underneath is not a negative. <laughs> um, I mean, it does. I The whole thing very much has that like MIDI quality to it where it's like clearly engineered. You yeah. Know? Like there's yeah. no warmth to anything. Yeah. It just like it's a very like and it's so weird because it has that effect of like, oh, everything should be perfect, you know, because it has that like cold calculatedness to it, right. and yet everything's like off key and everything's just, weird. just wrong. Everything's just wrong. It is like, I mean, is this? Is, are we sure this is a person and not one of these like failed AI songs? Uh, the saxophone quietly taking the lead melody from low in the mix. It sounds almost regretful. Is what I wrote. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Because I pick up on that vibe of like, it like, guys, I am just here, but fuck, I am filling in for someone else. Like, they called in sick. I am here. This was supposed to be a harp, you know? And so, uh, uh, to bring the song into our topic. Yeah. Uh, everyone who's been to a Sax Addicts Anonymous meeting knows, uh, knows that, of course, it starts with relapse. Right. Right. You've been clean for nine months. And suddenly you're walking downtown with your wife and your daughter, and you hear a band playing a wicked sax solo from one of the bars on the street. Yeah. You blink. 
Three weeks have passed. Your wife is leaving you. I put your wife is leaving you ass. <laughs> your, your wife is leaving your ass. Uh, your kids can't remember your name. Your boss fired you from your job. You're a roadie for the mighty, mighty boss tones. <laughs> you need help, yo. <laughs> you check into a program and start going to meetings. Rehab only plays songs that they know have no saxophone. Namely, Limp Biscuit and Corn. The rehab is The rehab is called Woodstock 99. Oh. <laughs> um, Man, I did watch that documentary. I don't think there was a single sax to boot. No, no way, dude. No yeah. way. Uh, no, nah, like, because I'm trying to think of like some of the earlier artists, but I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when I heard this, because the thing, okay, Zach, I, I tried to keyword search relapse because I wanted to start this off with someone relapsing into their sex addiction. <laughs> um, and in doing so, I got to say, it is so hard to find a song titled Relapse that is yeah. not a, well, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. not just a gangster rap song. Obviously, Eminem was at the, the very first result. Right. Um, or a, like, black metal song. Oh, sure, <laughs> There's, yeah. like, very little in between. Um, uh, I, 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 I was at a certain point today auto-playing songs called Relapse and just skipping them every now and then oh, until yeah. I came across one that had a saxophone in it. Yeah. And goddamn if it wasn't the saddest, most I just relapsed into addiction-sounding saxophone out there. Well, maybe maybe that's it. Like, um, I, I don't know if you've ever seen that uh, Frank Sinatra movie, The Man with a Golden Arm. But like, uh-uh. maybe maybe the the song itself, and maybe I'm being an asshole, and I'm not being like I'm not being a good art boy, you know? Like, what if the song itself is meta? To where the guy who's playing all, all this has relapsed, and that's why it's not great. Well, that might be it. Yeah, you know, like that might be it. Fuck, man. Here I am. I'm, I'm uh, like, I walked in here like one of these putzes, you know, that just thinks, oh yeah, this song sucks. Nah, this guy's a fucking genius. Yoshi Hayashi. Uh, his name is just Japanese characters in Spotify. Right. And yeah. so I was trying to copy paste it into like Google Translate, and it will not let you copy paste out of Spotify. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. It and doesn't. so, yeah. and so, what I ended up doing is I got a sharpie and really big on a piece of paper. I like read drew those characters to the best of my ability yeah and then i turned on the camera function on google translate and pointed it at the paper and and so i don't know that his name is actually yoshi hayashi i just know that that's what google translate told me based on the very hand-drawn characters i made of it (laughs) um i would love if this guy hits us up and he's like my name's greg (laughs) stewart (laughs) i'm stewart assholes i'm stewart assholes my friends call me stew yeah well i mean uh, a great start Marshall. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> relapse is the perfect way to start this off <laughs> so zach uh bring us into your sax ad experience sax ad anonymous experience sax yeah ad, uh, yeah. yeah uh, uh <laughs> hello um my name is louis prima and um and, and this is a song um, called I'll Be Glad When You're Dead, You Rascal You. I'll be standing on a corner plastered when they bring your body by. Mm, you're a devil, you.
man, I love Louis Prima so much. There's that part in the middle mm-hmm. where there's like the two dueling horns. Yeah, so pretty uh, much, yeah. One thing I love about Louis Prima, uh, a lot of his music, uh, first of all, what he does, uh, he always, whatever song it is, he usually plays it way too fast, right? Yeah. And so a lot of his songs are like covers of like famous songs, right? But he'll play them super fast to the point where they become a different song entirely. Mm-hmm. And I love his overall cadence with his voice one thing uh i i kind of identify a little bit of his music with like romance because sure, yeah. yeah because he himself is such a light-hearted happy dude you know and like and it's such a silly I'll be guy glad when you're dead yeah <laughs> but even when he's saying that that is the, that song is like one of the nicest fuck yous i've ever heard in my life <laughs> that's fair yeah you know it's like I'll, because even i'll be glad when you're dead, you rascal you. You, you never, you never you apply. Rascal you. Yeah, you never apply rascal to someone you don't kind of already like like a little bit. Like, oh, oh you, you rascal, you rascal, you rascal. You, you'd be like, I'll be glad when you're dead, motherfucker. Like that's <laughs> that's the seriousness of it that like most people take to it. I was like, oh no, I'll be glad when you're dead, you rascal you. You some fucking dude just crazy like, guy. Uh, some some dude just just. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) but he always has this very lighthearted sense about his music, and that's why I kind of like because it is silly and upbeat and positive. Uh That's kind of how I view love myself. You know, it's like being in love. I I like you know, for me at least, it's very silly. It's very ridiculous. Like I love making my girlfriend laugh just off something so fucking stupid that I just said. You know what I'm saying? Like where both of us can just kind of like laugh. Like, oh, that was really fucking dumb, huh? You know? <laughs> but within his music, a lot of times what he does is he'll, like, scat instead of say the right word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where he'll be like, and then rather than actually say the lyric, or he'll sort of tie in his own Italian roots by saying instead of, you know, the actual lyric, he'll just name an Italian dish. Like in this one, he says ravioli and meatballs, which I'm pretty sure aren't the fucking lyrics of the song, but he's just like... That was one of the things I was gonna call back or say to you is that like I love that they do the callbacks to him where he's yeah. like he's like you little rascal you and they go you little rascal you and they do it all the way through and then he says the spaghetti and meatballs line and no one says it back to him and I'm like yeah. ah shucks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I mean he uh, uh but he has this like very silliness energetic way about him and that's and legit before I added this song I had a different song entirely because their dynamic um Louis Prima and the uh, saxophonist uh, Sam Batera, mm-hmm. um, who's an incredible saxophone player. And like what they do in this song is they do a back and forth with Sam playing saxophone and Louis playing the trumpet. Oh, okay. So that's what that was. With yeah. The dueling horns that I heard. Exactly. Yeah, but nice. I, but he does that a lot in his music, whether it's like he is 
Sam is playing and he's like egging him on like in the beginning of this song like when the saxophone comes in he's like egg- like he's being a hype man for the saxophone he's like oh come on do it come on go you know like <laughs> give it to him come on you know and it's just it's I love that that playful energy but a lot of times and especially um, <laughs> the recording of I'm just a gigolo he'll scat and then Sam will play back the notes he just scat oh yeah and so but but at one point he's like he does something super fucking ridiculous and then Sam just tries it and he's like ah oh, I got you <laughs> 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 he's like that's not like shit I got you <laughs> we're all on the same page here right yeah but I I, uh, I, I but I had this other love song sort of keyed up to go and what happened was I was driving uh, today and my playlist just auto played afterwards oh, yeah, yeah. and it played this song and I was like oh fuck I love this song so much and the the saxophone solo in this song just fucking just accentuates it well it's funny know? when the song first came in uh, from from like the very very start um it, I've been listening to a lot of hardcore punk recently. Yeah. Uh, 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 just listen to the Beastie Boys part of No Dog in Space. Uh, yeah. I've just been listening to a lot of hardcore punk lately. And it's so funny because that was my first thing. I was like, this is really fast. This is really fast. This is like a hardcore punk fast. Like, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh man, <laughs> that was like the first thing I thought. And so the, when you came in and you were like, speed, I was like, speed. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh, he's uh, he's a phenomenal artist. If, uh, most people know Louis Prima from uh, Jungle Book. Um, uh-huh. I want to be like you. Uh, which, ah, okay, yeah. Which, funny enough, when they recorded that song, uh, they had Louis Prima and his band come in, and they recorded them, and then they animated over their like uh, movements oh, to match up with the movie. Oh, for all the dancing animals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! Well, because he's a very animated person, and you know, you he, can tell just by how he sings, and, exactly and expresses yeah. himself like audibly in the song. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a person where I'm like, man, if I had a time machine, I would love to go back and see one of his shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I kind of like really got into him when I heard him uh, his cover of "Pennies from Heaven." Uh, I don't uh, think I'm, I don't think I've heard it. It kind of starts off similarly um, uh, to the song. A lot of his music will start off in the same like rhythm, just like I was mentioning before. It's very fast paced and other mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, but "Pennies in Heaven" is a, a song that is played in the movie Elf during his like first experience in like New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was actually great context. Yeah. Every time it rains, it rains. Pennies from heaven. Shooby dooby. You know. <laughs> He's eating the free gum off. Yeah, Yeah, which I mean, like, you know, and that that song itself is is taking a look at the rain and saying, oh, it's pennies from heaven. Like, this is a beautiful thing. You know, that hurts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the terminal velocity alone (laughs) would just fucking murder you. Uh, But that is my first song for Sax Addicts Anonymous. Hello. Hello. Uh, My name is Thomas Kalnaki. Hello, Thomas. Um, and I'm a sax addict. Uh, my second song is Everything Went Numb by Streetlight Manifesto. Hell yeah. Ooh. 
Man, okay. That berry sack's at the top. Yeah. It, I, honestly, that whole lead up of the horn section is yeah. just fucking great. It's super good, right? Yeah. Um, I love it so much. Uh, uh, it's it's. I played a track by Streetlight Manifesto on one of our earlier episodes. Sure. Uh, I think, uh, 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 Sarah! Yeah. Sarah! I made you a playlist! I made you a mixtape. Mixtape. I make playlists every week. Yeah. Um, it's on not that one. just for Sarah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like Streetlight Manifesto is like one of the lingering bits of my ska phase that still just exists in my brain they're mm-hmm. one of uh, uh uh they're one of the bands that like whereas sometimes a ska band that i used to listen to will come up and i'll be like oh man i haven't listened to this band in 10 years with streetlight a lot of times it's like i haven't listened to this band in a couple of months just because it's like i really do like them yeah for uh, sure they're less like abrasively ska than like real big fish um <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's an element to it like uh, that kind of reminded me of like a uh, sort of uh, like a- anime intro, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Absolutely. like just a super high uh, paced and like a very like uh, sort of like punchy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, and and it definitely does the song uh, again. It's called "Everything Went Numb." Yeah, um, and just by the title, you can tell it's it's another one of those ska songs that's like very high energy uh, with pretty dark lyrics. You know, yeah. it's just like it's just like talking about real shit, but it's just like you know. Um, but like the high energy in this song. Uh, it made me think of like kind of like a a, a panic attack or rushing thoughts, racing thoughts. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, this is day three, sax free. Oh, for fuck. a sax addict and sax addicts anonymous. You yeah, know? he's sitting there. He's got the shakes. He's got the shakes. He's got the skank shakes. He's got the skankiest shakes of them all. <laughs> and you know, at this point, the guy needs it. Yeah, the guy craves it. Yeah. But we all know that getting off the wagon just means pain for all of those who love you when you're a sax addict. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Namely, ear pain <laughs> from the saxophones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, that's that's my second song. I I, I really like Streetlight uh, still to this day. Yeah, so no, they're just, good. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. they're fun. Yeah, <laughs> super punchy. Love. Uh, super punchy and just, I mean, you know, ska bands have horn sections, but there's this, there's this exceptional i feel like horn sections in most uh ska bands it's something that is always a backing you know yeah where it's like this is something that comes into the chorus and kind of like elevates the chorus a little bit whereas this like leads off with that horn absolutely so thomas kalnaki who i said uh, i'm a sax addict at the start Mm -hmm. he's their lead singer and their guitar player nice um he doesn't do horns or any of that and so the thing about it is is the reason i called him the sax addict instead of the sax player is actually precisely because of what you just said right um in a lot of streetlight songs it's less about the on the guitar and like the crazy Mm -hmm. bass it's a lot of leaning into the various horns and letting them do solos and leads and things like right. that and in primary melodies and mm-hmm. uh, I like that a lot. Well, well, I'd like to to introduce myself. Um, oh, sorry. Um, my name is uh, Nine Spark Riot. Hi, Nine Spark Riot. And this is my buddy Avatar Horns. Hi, Avatar Horns. <laughs> this is my buddy Avatar Horns. <laughs> this is my hi hi Avatar Horns. <laughs> It, it, and I just want to let you guys know that this too shall pass.
Wow. Funky, baby. Bro, it's, it's, it's like... Wonderful. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, beautiful song. I uh, love that song. I uh, actually. One second. I'm gonna click the like button on. This. <laughs> what I wrote down for this one is this is the song ESPN plays when a team wins. This is the song ESPN plays every moment of every sports highlight reel. Yeah, exactly. Because right? <laughs> there's something that is so funky about this song, but yet also has this element of like, like Intensity, winning. Yeah, driving. Like, yeah, like exactly. Victory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I, I think it's like it's kind of the, like the way it's composed a little bit, where there's notes hit like at the end of the measure, the ba 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 ba. You know, yep. like it just really kind of just accentuates it. Like whatever is happening. In the moment, it feels like it's being turned up to its highest intensity. When I love just, just you want to talk about a whole song feeling like a build. Yeah, um, it's like it comes in, and it's a little bit quiet, right? And then it goes and it goes and it goes and then it repeats, but the volume and the intensity is increased. And yeah, it goes and it goes and it goes, and then they add in the other. It's just like every single, every single repeat, every single refrain. Mm-hmm. They're just building towards this, just like grandiose sensation this grandiose feeling yeah uh which which i don't know i mean you 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 already summed it up when you said it just feels like victory yeah. you know <laughs> well and the the main reason because like there wasn't a point in this song that there is a saxophone solo which most of my uh um playlist has like a saxophone solo where it really cuts through oh, and big like, shot over here is a sax solo in every song yeah buddy <laughs> yeah buddy I'm an addict, all right? <laughs> I know what I fucking want, all right? I know the good shit. <laughs> that good shit. Yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> one thing, one one part of the sax element that I felt like is why I needed to include this song specifically is that Barry sax, that baritone oh. sax playing the bass notes. Dude. The bump, bump. Wow. It just like to me it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like you didn't need to put that in there, but because that's in there, there's no like mental rest. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Where where the rest of the horns, like even how we were just talking about ska, where it's like, oh, uh horns are used to accentuate something. This mm-hmm. rather than accentuating a certain part, it keeps it going to where it just like keeps like a uh um it keeps it in the background and constantly present, so it feels like something that is constantly building. Absolutely. You know? Oh man, and it's 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 <laughs> it's funny that you just said that. All mm-hmm. of that, that whole little thing you just said, mm-hmm. that whole big thing you just said, Zach. You're a big strong man. Um, <laughs> um, because <laughs> it's like it's like the don't reason. Don't look me up online. I'm. <laughs> He's so shredded. Um, <laughs> the main reason I, I I don't have a lot of sax solos in a lot of my songs is because I'm a big like Barry Sax hound, mm-hmm. um, and so that's one of the reasons I was so into this track. I love the, how the saxophone sounds on the low end, where it's like right. honking at you almost, yeah. you know, or like like oh man. Well, there's um, there's something about that frequency that just makes you feel like okay, we're fucking going right. We're in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our high school team is gonna fucking win. Hey Zach, uh, real quick, real quick aside, I just want to say I love doing the show with you, dog. Yeah, I love doing the show with you too, <laughs> buddy. Uh, uh, one thing I also wrote down is that this sounds like it's uh, the casino music and video games. Oh, 
Oh man, I so you said casino music and video games, and like and like each half of my brain had a different mental picture. Yeah, uh, I saw the Grand Theft Auto Five Casino where I just play craps for six hours and lose all my money. Right, um, and then I pictured <laughs> the Pokemon uh, Yellow version fucking gambling thing, and I was like, yeah, that works for both. Yeah, yeah, that works for both. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, even, uh, uh, like, what I said at the beginning of this, it just sounds like victory. It just sounds like <laughs> yeah, big it win. It just yeah, sounds it like big winning. You know, like, it's it's crazy that a song can, like, immediately make you think of that type of uh, action or that sort of, like, moment in time where it's like, yes, everything is happening perfectly and I'm invincible, you know? It does a better job than Carrie Underwood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she ain't getting on this fucking show. Probably not. <laughs> Let's be doing an episode called Songs About Trucks. <laughs> songs about Jesus taking the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Which goes in Songs About Trucks, Marshall. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been around a truck or someone who owns a truck. But Jesus is driving 100% of the time. <laughs> Great song. Dude. I appreciate Great it, buddy. Song. What do you, what, what do you got next? Who's who's the next sax addict here? Hi, my name is Jack Blick, <laughs> and I'm a sax addict. <laughs> That's King Bowser himself. My third song is Sax Man by the Lonely Island. Oh, is it? I have a little inspiration now. You know this game, Sax Man. Repeat. After me, here we go. And shibba da ba ba da ba ba. It's so funny. <sighs> I, I I haven't heard that song in a while. Um, it's so funny. Dude. Yeah, I remember when it dropped, and I heard that song, and I thought it was fucking hilarious. But hearing it all these years later, I'm still like, God damn, this fucking slaps. Dude, right? You know, uh, what I wrote here is that when Jack Black in the Lonely Island, that was like a dream collab to me. Oh, this 100%. came out in like yeah. what 2009 ish. You know, <laughs> well, it, well, it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, uh, when I was like a little kid. Right, mm-hmm. like barely elementary school. My cousin Landon uh, showed me tribute. Oh, by Tenacious yeah, yeah. which is fucking hilarious. And, I, and it was like that was one of those moments where it's like that and like Weird Al Yankovic and like some other things were just like, oh, music can be funny. Right. 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 As, like, as funny guys, that was so as, as a funny guy, that was so appealing to me as a kid. And I'm oh, sure that you had the exact same reaction. hundred percent. hundred percent. I was like, oh, wow, you can do music and also be funny. This is amazing. I didn't know, <laughs> you know, I didn't know the life could be like this. And Jack Black is definitely at like part of the forefront of that like the second the embodiment, wave right yeah, yeah like you know obviously weird al yankovic just blazing the fucking trail for all these other people to come in and do their amazing fucking art you know i love that man so goddamn much we've already mentioned him on the pod <laughs> it was so funny this morning zach yeah when uh we were we were doing that 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 like game of guess who where we're yeah. trying to not 
where we're trying to not say uh, uh, the name of the song, but make sure that we don't have repeats. So we say just like, do you have songs by this artist? Right. Um, and and I think I m- slipped up and said Tenacious D at first. Yeah. Uh, but but and eventually, I said Saxaboom. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, Jack Black, uh, Lonely Island. And then like 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, Saxman. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that amazing song, Saxman, that they did, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, but, I mean, like, honestly, I think, like, one thing that is sort of relatable in that song is the idea of being, like, the presenter person for something. Yeah. And then, like, this other person was supposed to do their part. All right, take it away. And then they don't fucking follow through. And you're just like... Okay, I put him on the spot. Let me like literally going through the the entire like list of things in your head of like why this person couldn't do the thing they were supposed to do and just trying to help them out, yeah, just you like, know? Just like, "Oh no, now you're good and warmed up. So let's see what's next." And then having that breaking down moment where you look at that person and go, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? What the fuck are you doing, dude?" I just love the dynamic in this song, dude. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's exactly what you were just saying. It's Jack Black sitting here fucking hyping up the sax man. The yeah. whole time, the whole point of the song is that he's hyping up this sax man. And Jack Black, pure hype. You know? Oh, absolutely. When yeah. he wants to hype, he can hype. When he uh, wants to Bowser, he can Bowser. When he wants to school of rock, he can school of rock. Goddamn right, man. Um, Love that man. But it's just him constantly hyping up the sax man. And the sax man just, just perpetually being being an underwhelming presence in the song. Um, it's so funny. Well, and it's just, it's that juxtaposition of there's so much production value behind, right. like, the, the sax man gonna give it right, you know? Like, there's so there's so many, uh, like, high fidelity around well, the recording of sax man. It's Jack Black doing his rock and roll vocals, so he's oh, sitting yeah. there and he's howling and he's it's screaming. going crazy, he's, oh, yeah. he's just hitting all the points, and the whole time, nonstop, there is this exact same just steady rock and roll back uh, beat behind him. Yeah. You know, just just the whole time just saying, just saying, the song is continuing right now. Yeah. <laughs> and the sax not doing its part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the steady rock beat driving the track forward uh, while Jay Bleasy just does the dopest vocals. It's, mm-hmm. it's so funny when the sax just falls apart. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think my favorite part in the song is when he does kind of what you were talking about earlier in Gigolo. Uh, where he scats at the sax yes. and wants the yes. scat and wants yes. the sax yes. to repeat back what it's doing. It's just <laughs> I forgot about that part as I was explaining like the dynamic that like Louis Prima has with his saxophone player. And then like when when we're literally hearing the opposite version of that, I was just like, oh God, this hits so hard right now. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm feeling I'm feeling the beer a bit tonight. Yeah. We had some IPAs. Drinking some beer, you know? And I just completely... I'm I'm a little more off script than normal. I have all this stuff written, and I'm just glancing at it. Yeah, sure. Uh, But... What I wrote here to describe the saxophone in this song, I put deflated slash impotent. And I skipped over... (laughs) (laughs) I skipped over the part where I said that. I just wanted to add those two descriptors in. Deflated and impotent. Yeah, impotent (laughs) is the perfect word for sax man. And like... (laughs) 
I'd like to think that Saxman in this track knows that he's a sax addict and he knows that he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And that's exactly why he's not showing up. Oh, you gotcha. know what I mean? Uh, this it's, guy's it's, gone through the program before. I, it's the it's the guy who shows up to the party he wasn't planning on going to, and everyone's like, "Do a fucking keg stand, no, bro." No, 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 no. Jack Black is like, <laughs> "Do a fucking keg stand, bro." <laughs> God, that would be so hard. That would be so hard to say no to that man. Dude, you can't. Despite his initial hesitation when he recorded this track with Jack Black. Yeah. Um, I like to think that when they left the studio, Saxman went on a sax bender. They found him dead six months later at a concert for the UNT One O'Clock Lab Band. <laughs> <laughs> UNT, good school if you like jizz. Number one jazz program in the world, or at least it was when I went there. Yeah. So, um, um, it looks like we have uh, another participant in this meeting. Uh, if you if you wouldn't mind just uh, uh sharing your name and your experience, please. Hello. <laughs> My name is Lloyd Price. Hello, Lloyd Price. And this next song is called Stagger Lee. song is fucking good dude yeah i love that song a lot so initially uh i've listened to that song a lot during the uh murder mystery episode oh okay because it is very similar to mac the knife where it is a classic 1950s song about very bleak topics yeah you know because like the the aspect of stagger lee is that he is a gambling man who murders somebody else who tried to like cheat them in a way hell yeah but then the 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 constant background singers are just singing go stagger lee (laughs) which i was like man where the fuck does like like when in a song does someone chant on the murderer you know (laughs) Like, apparently, that happen? Apparently, Zach threw out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like, uh, but yeah, it kind of re- resembles that song, Mac the Knife, which which I also like a lot. But I feel like this song is a hundred percent pure sax, right? The way it is mixed in the actual song, the horns come up more than like a little bit more than the backing track but mm-hmm. then i cannot hear any other instruments except for the horns when it's like even when he's singing it's one of those things where they kind of fill up the entire volume exactly um and and the only thing that you can hear creeping through behind his voice be besides the horns is that percussion exactly just the thing that's keeping the song moving right you know? it's just that rhythm those backing vocals and that horn section that is really all that's like mixed in there you know uh, and like one thing I love is that the the uh, solo at the end, you know, Stagger Lee, he's like, oh, go on, Stagger, you know, and it's like kind of like <laughs> the saxophone player, Stagger Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Well, you know, a lot of sax players probably have gambling problems. I'm making sweeping generalizations here. Sure. <laughs> but, like, uh, one thing I also... I, I don't know what it is about this song, but I always feel like shit is popping off when I listen to this song. 
and I wonder if that's like like just based off of like my own sort of like oh life uh, or like my own experience with like culture and like sort of using songs like this to uh, have a juxtaposition between mm-hmm. crazy fucked up shit you know like I, I've seen so many things happy song fucked up things happen Absolutely. and I wonder if that is purely based around like my own sort of culture of like the time and place that I'm from or it would people know this song back in the 50s of like oh shit shit's popping off you know they just played oh, staggerly you know because I because I feel internally it's still that kind of song, you know, it is, it is about a murderer, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is about a gambling uh, 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 day that goes wrong and it ends up in a fucking murder, <laughs> you know, and it's weird just thinking a bunch of teeny boppers are like, you want to get a cold soda after this, you know, and it's 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 like every I would say one in three Westerns. That's the inciting incident. Right. Exactly. <laughs> gambling than death exactly exactly oh man i love that I yeah love that. Uh, but yeah that's pretty much uh, my song stagger lee by lloyd price uh yes hello uh my name is leo pellegrino hi leo pellegrino and uh i'm i'm a sax addict hi my fourth song is brass house volume seven number 68 by Too Many Zoos. Oh, fuck yes. There's one song I listen to way more than the rest of the songs on the playlist. And that's this one. And that's this one this yeah. week. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking dude. too many zoos rule, dude. Oh man. So too many zoos is a three-piece group out of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they they started off as just like buskers. I know they do shows now. Yeah. Um, but they've had several like very viral videos on like right. YouTube and social media and stuff of, of them, them just, just fucking going ham. And it's always on like the subway or like mm-hmm. in some public space just just back to their like busking roots but it's always them just like going just nuts in public and it's so good oh my god well uh, you mentioned this to me uh because we were talking about too many zoos today um because i knew they were on your playlist (laughs) and and that's why i was like oh i'm glad i didn't go into the too many zoos like route because i could have just because i know that band and i fucking love them so good tricera hops is fucking amazing (laughs) like this whole album that you've picked from is is a fucking great album but like you're saying it just has that like level of intensity and just like uh, especially because they like did it in a public space mm-hmm. and, and one thing that was fucking hilarious that you said to me today was just like oh yeah no there's like people who are like pulling out their cell phones and are like oh my god holy shit and yeah. then there's just people walking like, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like not giving a fuck it's like it's like the York, majority baby. the majority of people are super interested in this crazy cool thing that's happening yeah. and then like a quarter of people are just going to work um and they're it's not pissed. tuesday yeah. they're not pissed 
it's just New York. It's just New York. No, no, no. New York. I was like, I, I, I only went, uh, spent some time there recently this last year. Uh, and like within like just going on the subway station, there was uh, somebody who was singing and performing. It was a it was a man with a beard and high heels, and he was slaying it. He was doing <laughs> a great yeah, job. Dude. He was fucking great. And then when I got on the subway, at some point, some dude was doing like dancing, but like jumping up on like the the beams and like the support <laughs> handles and other shit, and like doing like fucking crunches upside some down. Fucking modern dance, bro. Yeah, yeah. Just like it's like yeah, I get ripped and I can. <laughs> carry a beat you know <laughs> i just love the dynamic that each instrument brings in this band oh yeah um it's like the drums are just constantly pushing things forward they're super mm. intense uh well even this song is they're not super intense but they're there well it's it's everything is super intense right? right and so the drums are probably the calmest part of the song yeah but the whole vibe is just 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 forward momentum. You know, right. it's inertia. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say one thing um, that I really like just about this song in particular is the leading in buzz from the like alto sax or the trumpet. <laughs> so like the trumpet. Yeah. So they'll they'll create this sort of like almost an EDM style of build. Yeah. Oh, with, yeah. With their instrumentation. And it's like the like it like constantly just raises in pitch but mm-hmm. it is just literally somebody like you know blowing their trumpet no, them calling it like edm is interesting because i think they call themselves something i didn't write it down uh which was silly of me but they call themselves <laughs> something i i want to say it's like brass house or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah that sounds and they get big edm vibes out of a lot of their different tracks 100 um, it's 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 just the constant build and like the big hits and they even do like like fucking drops and shit you yeah. know what i mean 100 percent um and so it's like even when you have like these drums pushing it forward um um and he does these awesome little flares where he'll do rim shots and like and like uh it's not a cowbell but it's like the block you know that mm-hmm. like makes a clicking sound yeah Clap. um he'll do those and then you have the trumpet coming in and doing like a lot of like lead melodies and a lot of like very punchy punctuated stuff um just over the top of all of it but then you have our boy Leo Pellegrino on Barry Sax. He's yeah. very clearly like the face of the band. Like like they don't have vocals in their music, but right. he would be the front man of the band if sure. he was them. He's always like shuffling and dancing and everything else. And he so seamlessly moves from doing lead licks on his his Barry Sax mm-hmm. down to just like being the bass line. Yeah. And then goes right back into lead licks and then right back down into the bass line just yeah. perfectly throughout. It's so fucking cool. Have you ever, uh, have you seen that video of those two saxophone players on a subway in New York? Oh, yeah. There's the guy with the Barry Sax who's playing and then the guy with the alto like sees him and pulls out his sax, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that dude. That's and, so good. And they just <laughs> fucking go ham. And everybody's into it, bro. Every, everyone is fucking into it. Everyone is just alive and just sort of like in that moment, you know, yeah. of like one dude just started jamming. Oh, shit. This other dude he did not know just shows up and they just start going back and well, forth. And it's, I love that video, too, because it starts off. I'll see if I can tweet it. I'll put it on the Twitter if I yeah, can find sure, it. Of course. Uh, yeah. But, but it's, uh, it's, it starts off and it's like the dude with the alto sax and his friend. His friend's filming. Yeah. And the dude with his alto sax is like getting his little sax out and you can see in the background the guy with the Barry sax jamming. Yeah. And so it's like this guy's buddy is like is like filming him like, hey dude, dude, 
dude. Yeah, let's fucking go. do it. Yeah. Get up there. Get up there. Uh, it's so fucking cool, dude. Well, uh, and, and that to me describes too many zoos. Absolutely. You yeah. know, it is that sort of live electric sound from like brass instruments. What? It is this element of New York that is like literally breathing life and just to the mundane sort mm-hmm. of like yeah i got on my subway like i do every fucking day you know and all of a sudden this shit just happened when it's so interesting that they start off as buskers because whenever i look at their videos online um, mm-hmm. and this is over the course of years from when i saw back I, I remember seeing so many different videos of people being like oh yeah i saw them live at x y or z venue you know yeah, not, sure. not on the subway train not on the hell <laughs> train you know and they always talk about how they bring that same like intensity and that same energy like Every single person describes their set as energy. Yeah. But it's like that in, with, with that intensity that they bring. I don't know. I really want to see them live like, oh, at yeah. some point. It's just oh, like every sure. single person, like, like every single video I've seen of them on top of every single like YouTube comment talking about seeing them live. It just seems like it's going to be a fantastic experience. Yeah. And what I put with all of that energy is I said, uh, uh, this guy, uh, this song is that guy at the meeting. <laughs> who just always talks about how incredible saxophones are. (laughs) Everyone at the meeting knows they're all sax addicts. But every time he shares, this guy just goes on and on and on about how great the saxophone is as an instrument. (laughs) But to be fair... He's right. He's right, man. <laughs> I wouldn't make a fucking episode about it if I didn't agree with him. Uh, this song is dope, and this song does not get old, no matter how many times you listen to it on repeat at your desk at work <laughs> the day before recording a podcast episode. <laughs> this song is hype, and I fucking love it. Yeah, no, it's fucking great. I think we have uh, somebody else who's uh, here. Uh, we, if you'd like to introduce wow, yourself. we've got a lot of new people in the meeting tonight. Yeah, I'd say about ten. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sam Greenfield. And I'm a Hi, s- Sam. And I'm a, and I'm, and I'm a sax addict. Uh, uh, and this song is called Chips and Dip. Here's the thing. I was re- I was listening to the song and I was like, "Oh, it's called Chips and Dip, which is an appetizer." And that's why the song is only 1 minute long. Cuz it is just chips and dip for the rest of the great things that are on that album. But, Here's a little uh, something for you to snack on while our saxophone player warms up. It is a song that is constantly like ponying up the previous thing that it did because you 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 jump into the song and you hear that saxophone and you go oh fuck this is funky right yeah and then you hear the bass and the drums come in and you go oh this is so funky and then you hear that fucking alto sax come in and you're just like this is the funkiest fucking thing i've ever heard in my goddamn life i know my mentality was i can't wait to listen to this for four and a half minutes (laughs) (laughs) and it's over (laughs) 
Sam Greenfield, I believe, is a saxophone player. Uh, uh, it, uh, most of his stuff has got some sax element into it. He's a he's a phenomenal artist. The fucking album artwork of this fucking <laughs> album is so fucking dope. It is him in like kind of like a turtleneck and a blazer, and he's like either throwing up or eating spaghetti with his eyes in the like drunk position, you know, the half closed, half open thing. And then the album's called sucks, right? So it's just Sam Greenfield at the top. And in the background, a million times over, it's just, just sucks. behind him. Yeah. Just sucks, 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 sucks. While he's just eating slash throwing up spaghetti. I'm so glad you brought up the album art. It's so dope. I mentioned it a couple, a couple, weeks ago but it's like one of the things that we do now is uh, I play all the songs off of Spotify while we're recording yeah um, and so th- that gives me the freedom to like a lot of these songs and just put them in my library it also yeah. gives me the freedom to look at the album art when we're listening to the tracks um, and I'm so happy you brought it up because it's so striking. Uh, it's 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 like a pink and yellow. It's like pink and yellow is the color too. Yeah, so it's, so, very, it's like so pink, pink is the background, and yeah. then like sucks is all in yellow. Yeah. Um, as well as is his name at the top. Yeah, all the text is in yellow. Um, and yeah. so it's just like very visually striking. And he's in like a suit throwing up that spaghetti. Right. Bro. He's he's. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's in like a fucking like turtleneck and like a uh, uh, a fucking blazer and the spaghetti because he's like having it half out of his mouth kind of looks like a tie. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, a- uh, uh, your, your tie's a little high, man. Sam Greenfield, great song, fucking great fucking album artwork, dude. That it's oh my fucking God. great. Love it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, I really, I really liked this song. Um, it was, it was high energy. It was good vibes that sax just made me want to like fly a jet plane yeah um it was it's it's a good track well and I, I like you know i i mentioned it earlier but i just love that he named it chips and dip yeah because it's like no, no no this ain't the main course this is the appetizer this is a little appetizer you know hey because i queue up what you're in for because there are some other songs that were off this album that were also fucking great super sax heavy like just fucking great songs but this song specifically the way it opens it just it just cut through so much, you know. I'm like, yeah. this this is saxophone just straight up and down, you know. One hundred percent. This is saxophone straight up and down, and that's why I want to boil it up in a spoon and shoot it into my veins. Hey, <laughs> talking my language, Marshall. What's your next song? Hi. <laughs> Hello. My name is Band with a French bio, so I can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a sax addict. <laughs> My final song is Saxophone Addict by Brainless Sound System and Tetrahydro K. Fuck yeah, dude. That's that's a goddamn name. I enjoy that song. You know, <laughs> Marshall, before you launch into it, I just, you know what that kind of reminded me of? Huh. Star Wars Space Cantina. 
Oh, wow. But, but, yeah. But okay. like a like a like a sort of like no no no, this is like what the actual space cantina would sound like. It's honestly because it has that chip tune bass. You know yeah. what I'm talking about where it's yeah. a very modulated bass tone that yeah. is clearly something that sounds like it belongs in like a 16-bit video game, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then with that sax kind of having that I I don't know if it's the Phrygian mode, but that like it's sort Phrygian. of Yeah, that middle, oh, that's what I was thinking at least. I'm not yeah. the best at music. Music, but yeah, that's but what I was thinking too. That Middle Eastern uh, mm-hmm. uh, sort of uh, um, uh, uh, that Middle Eastern scale, where yeah. it just kind of has this like desert vibe to it a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was my first sort of thing <laughs> about it. I was like, damn, this is like the new Star Wars Space Cantina song. <laughs> you know what that, I'm saying? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's a few bars at the start. Where it sounds uh, like you don't really know where it's going to go, but there's a lot of different sounds and a lot of different instrumentation. Sure. Um, and then it just turns into this like reggae dub track. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just love it. Um, and this song, it made me think of like so many different groups, honestly. Uh, the first thought I had when it finally got to the reggae dub spot, like 15 seconds into the song. Yeah. <laughs> um, it made me think of like when you and I would go over to Luis's apartment to like work on film projects and Luis yeah. would put on that band Fat Freddy's Drop. Yes, yes. He, he would, would always put on that band Fat Freddy's Drop, which is a dope dub band if y'all don't know Fat Freddy's Drop. Yeah, they're great. Um, and I, I just had so many vibes along that line. But like the intro portion before it gets into the dub spot, it's the exact same chord progression um, as a song that I actually really like. Oh, uh, yeah. Called Child Psychology by a Black Box Recorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually going to play a little bit of that, too. Oh, yeah, quick. sure. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but it's the same, like, chord progression there, and they even do the same little, like, walk-ups uh, when yeah. you get into it. Um, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just got so hyped. Just like this song brought up a lot of nostalgia with like when I used to listen to a bunch of dub with you and Luis. Uh, <laughs> the song brought up a lot of good vibes with just other music that I enjoy that I was able to associate with it. Yeah. And then, oh my God, that alto sax just fucking shredding through the whole goddamn thing. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I wrote that this song is the anthem of a sax addict yeah. that knows that the silky tones of the saxophone is all there is to live for they play reggae dub in movies when your boys smoke up they play this track in movies when your boys sax it up Uh, this is the sound of giving it all up for the sex and that's the primary melody in (laughs) Um, i really dug it they're a french band um yeah. I did end up sticking their bio into Google Translate to try and figure out more about them. Yeah. Because uh, they're not a very big band, so like I couldn't find like a wiki on Google or anything about sure. them. Um, and it sounds like it's a big collaboration project between a whole bunch of different French artists. Oh, fuck um, yeah. And basically they have all kinds of stuff from like uh, more EDM type things all the way to things like this, where it's just like very dub. Uh, it's, I, I do believe, based on what I read, that they do a lot of dub. <laughs> um, um, but that's not ex- necessarily like the only thing in their wheelhouse, you sure. know? So, because uh, there's a lot of different artists involved. Yeah. Um, 
Um, and that was the last sax addict that I will be introducing into the show tonight. But uh, Zach, I believe you've got uh, one more person you brought to the meeting tonight, if you could please introduce them. Uh, hello. Um, my name is uh, Pimp and Soil Sessions. Hi, Pimp and Soil Sessions. And this is a song called Storm. <laughs> Here is Man. the Marshall. Whenever I wrote down the name for this playlist, yeah, yeah, Sax Addicts Anonymous. <laughs> this was the song that sparked that. <laughs> yeah, because literally the sound of the saxophone is so goddamn angry. It's the most aggressive sax playing I think I've ever heard. Yeah, it is literally a, a, like, this is Karen level freak out at a Target level of anger. Well, it's like a lot of sax addicts, they, like, put their saxophone in a little grinder, and maybe they'll, like, drop it into, like, a little glass pipe or a bong or something. Sure, Uh, sure. This guy fucking cuts a line of it and fucking snorts the shit. This guy (laughs) fucking dilutes it into a solution to drop into his fucking... Fucking eyeballs. <laughs> this is so intense. So I found this band like a while ago because I was looking for Japanese jazz, uh, and that's where they're from. They're from Japan. Uh, Soil and Pimp Session have a shitload of uh, music out. Uh, but yeah, no this this song. It just get, that saxophone sound just fucking awoke something in me the first time I heard this song. Oh, man. It was it was just like the intensity was really good. It 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 really I said that you cut up a line and snort it, but realistically this guy's free base, free basing the shit. Yeah. It's it's oh my god, dude. This was this was super it was just intense, fast, just just good saxophone right. playing. And 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 not to just discredit all the other musicians in the song, the fucking drums are going nuts. Oh. The whole horn section is going nuts from the the opening of the song. You just feel this level of intensity. Uh Yeah, Zach. But I'm a sax addict. (laughs) (laughs) It is a song that I just has this level of intensity like that you go, how dare you? But also, yes. How dare you? That's perfect. That sums it up actually very perfectly. Yeah, how dare you? But keep going. How dare you? No, don't stop. Also, how dare you? How how dare you as well? (laughs) I love that, dude. Yeah, dude. It is, I mean, uh, great great capstone for for this this, this theme. It was weird because this is the first song that I put at the, uh, this is the first song I added to my playlist and it Mm. is what closes out my playlist (laughs) because I do not I I, even in sax addiction you know you're not just there for the good parts yeah you know yeah you you wade through so many duds and other things just to feel that feeling again You know, and I feel like this song is just pure, pure that feeling, <laughs> pure guttural, just jazz. You know, oh, I love it, dude. I yeah. love it, and I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry that they're stuck in the rut that is sax addiction. Yeah, ah. awful. Their wives, their kids, their jobs. You know, <sighs> tragic. 
<laughs> well, Marshall, I think you have another segment for us. Yeah, so that closes out our main segment, but I do have one more for you. Ooh. So this next uh, segment I have for us is a mostly accurate title called America's Next Top Saxophonist. And then I put a mostly accurate tagline that says, Do these American greats play the sax? <laughs> um, and the reason that's mostly accurate is uh, because of who my first person is. So basically, Zach, I'm going to give you a name, and you're going to tell me if this person plays the saxophone. Sounds good. So uh, our first person, who is distinctly not American, is Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie plays from the sax. House. Hugh oh, Laurie does, yeah. yeah, yeah, Hugh Laurie does play the sax. I know that because he's super into jazz. Ah, nice. Yeah. Okay, so one for one right now. Yeah. Zach. Good yeah. job. Yeah, Good job. Thank you. I should have known that your incredible actor movie knowledge could have gotten us, uh, could have gotten you that answer right. Yeah. So next up, I cued a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a very famous blind piano player, Ray Charles. Does he play the saxophone? Um, hmm. Yes. Yes, he does. He is uh, America's next top saxophonist more than Hugh Laurie is because he's American. Yeah. So third up on our list, mm-hmm. we have Vince Staples. Does Vince Staples play the saxophone? Man, that is a good fucking question. Because uh, part of me, I mean, he is a very talented musician. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to just classify him as a rapper, just because right. I know he like the the quality of music he makes. I I feel like would have a musician's ear. Yep. Um, That's why I picked him. Yeah. However, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say he doesn't. Ooh, I put not to my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> So the thing was, it's really easy to figure out which uh, people do play saxophone. It's a lot harder to determine if someone does not play saxophone based on Google searches. Um, I I feel like... I I didn't have... I I was able to find no evidence of Vince Staples playing saxophone online. Well, I I feel like also uh, the idea of you knowing how to play the sax, you don't keep that closeted you know what i'm saying like like it's in publication because people want you to know that they play saxophone you know what i'm saying so zach that's actually a very good lead-in to our next contestant bill clinton does bill clinton play saxophone yes he does yes of course he does everybody played it on yeah he played it on arsenio hall it's what got him the election (laughs) and what got him laid Uh, so on to number five. I'm just kidding. Though. We stand uh, uh, Monica Lewinsky. Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know she she didn't deserve all this fucking oh, shit. Uh, Clinton needs to be investigated for his ties to Epstein as much as Trump does. Oh yeah. Um, 100%. You know. Uh, 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 on to number five. <laughs> <laughs> does Fox News host Tucker Carlson play the saxophone? Fuck no, he doesn't. Damn straight. I put not to my knowledge the traitorous pig yeah <laughs> the fucking squarest person i know geometrically the, the most man squarest who, person i know the man who you can look at and see the lack of rhythm in his hairline um <laughs> the man who literally has transphobia in his dna you know because his fucking dad is an asshole anyways keep going number six hi ah, yeah does The Rock play saxophone? Uh, I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm going to give it to you as a no, because my answer was in his dreams every night. 
I pulled that from a real interview or something, but that's just something I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that was a person where I was like, nah, that's too much. You right, know? right. Like, he's like, no, you can't be fucking either Hobbs or Shaw. I still haven't looked that up, but like, <laughs> you can't be either Hobbs or Shaw and also play sax. <laughs> You're bringing too much to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Zach, and our last competitor on America's Next Top Saxophonist, Lucille Ball. Okay, uh, so uh, that one thing that you do not know is that I recently watched a documentary about Lucy and God damn Ricky. it. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm going to say no, she doesn't. Uh, she does. Fuck! <laughs> I've actually, I, I actually, I, I should be kindly and gently picking up my papers off the floor after flinging them on the ground after you yeah. said she, she, she does not place, or as you, after you watch the doc. Yeah, well, it, it's never brought up, but uh, goddamn, no, they so, did not bring that up at all. Apparently, she played when she was younger. Okay, yeah. Um, and then there's actually an episode of I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Where they wanted her to play the saxophone, yeah, um, and they were gonna have someone come in. She was gonna, supposed to just mirror the, the the motions and have someone else come in and like actually do this the the, the, the playing, right? And she was like, "Give me a week," <laughs> <laughs> and she came back and she actually played saxophone on the show. Oh God, Lucy L- Lucille Ball is Lucille a, Ball, what a, a gem! I just I, honestly, first of all, that documentary is amazing. Uh, What's it, it on? Uh, it's on Amazon. It is directed by Amy Poehler. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. and it's a really great documentary. I, I mean... Uh, uh, Lucille Ball was such a titan of a woman, like, in her time. Like, she, oh, she, she made so much ground, like, like oh, just for 100%. women in, in, in media and in showbiz. It, it, it's an amazing documentary. It's so crazy that she played saxophone. I thought I thought, I thought I was getting a wash yeah. uh, when you said she does play saxophone. Because I, like, I was like, man, Zach is, Zach is seven for seven. God yeah. damn. No, no. I, I guess I, I need to give him my quiz king, my quiz, my quiz king crown. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Marshall, great segment. Learned a little bit about Lucille Ball and who no I, one else, and no one else. <laughs> but I care about that lady so much because she's amazing, and wonderful, and a staple in comedy itself. But uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is the funny forehead kiss that puts this episode to bed. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for spending your time and listening to our weird bullshit as we just talk at you about music and saxophones. Uh, if you guys would like to support us, you can uh, give us a follow or a rating on our episode. Uh, if you enjoyed it, we would, you know, uh, hope that you did. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter to see all new episodes coming out and weird fucking images we put to promote those things. Uh, you can also contact us if we have fucked any sort of thing up uh, by naming something or mispronouncing something, or if you would like to give us an idea for a potential playlist. We've been saying it this whole time, y'all, but we actually did it two weeks ago. Yeah. I was going to say last week. But- <laughs> But uh, but yeah, no, you can join the ranks of Jason Statham's Big Vacation and be one of these uh, user-submitted uh, uh, playlists. Uh, we would really appreciate that. You can email us at eardrunk 
at gmail.com. If you go to the description, you guys can see our playlist with all of these amazing songs. We want to thank all the amazing artists who provided this glorious work that we can uh, (laughs) talk about and just joke about. Uh, You guys are amazing. And you can also see a link to J.W. Francis. J.W. lets us use a song Lo-Fi off the album. We share a similar joy uh, for our intro and our outro. And we just want to say thank you so much, J.W. Be sure to check him out. His new album, Dreamhouse, is fucking incredible. Uh, Keep It Cool Steve is heavily on my rotation. Uh, He's just a dope dude who lets us use his amazing music. So we can't say anything else, but thank you, my dude. (laughs) With all that being said, uh, once again, thank you guys so much. Uh, My name is Zach Webb. And my name is a band with a French bio, so I can't read it. And have a kick-ass day. (laughs) 